Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Three Pod. We are just coming off an all-star weekend, a couple trades that have happened, and I am Alexis, joined with Mikey and Nate, of course. We're going to go ahead and get right into it. Start off with all-star weekend. Um, This past weekend on Friday, the 18th, we started off with the all-star celebrity game and the rising stars. Um, Really not much to that, you know, entertainment from the celebrities. Uh, moving on to Saturday, we had our skills challenge, our three-point contest, and our slam dunk. So let's go ahead and start um, off with our skills challenge. How did you guys feel about, let's start off overall All-Star Weekend in general, and then we'll go back to Saturday and the skills challenge. Shoot, Sunday was the best day. The game, ever since they changed the format, I, like, I love watching the All-Star games. Before it was like high scoring or whatever, but now you got like that, uh, where you got to start score a certain amount of points or whatever, and all that. So I like how they how they play it. It's a lot more energy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just I don't like the first three quarters of that game. I just it's always just a shoot around. Dudes are not even playing defense. It, it's 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 rough for me to watch for three quarters, but then yeah, the fourth quarter, it gets interesting. Uh, you know, definitely, and obviously I'm a Brown guy. And seeing him hit the game winner, that was kind of nice, you know. That was nice. I feel like the biggest complaint was the dunk contest. That's the most, like, negative talk I've heard mm-hmm. um, regarding this weekend. A lot of people were saying that it just seems like the athletes are just not into it. They could care less. And we're saying that they should bring in outside talent, you know, people from Rutgers Park, just people that actually want to participate in the dunk contest. Um, how do you guys feel about the dunk contest? Like it was, so, it was weak, but it's like I can't. I don't feel like I could blame them that much though, mm-hmm. because like you gotta think every dunk, not every dunk, most of the dunks you could do really have been done before. So it's not like it's really hard to come up with something new. So I don't really like blame them. I do wish like there would be more stars in there, like it used to be though. Back when you go back like the Dominique and Michael days and. Vince Carter and stuff like that, you know, but yeah, it's just like, how, how, what else can you do to be like, wow, I've never seen that before. That's tough. I mean, I feel like you just have to bring out props and like guess more and just do different variations of the same dunk that we've been seeing, you know? Um, Cause I mean, that, that that's kind of what made it fun with Blake Griffin, right? He, he, even though he was a great dunker, he didn't really come up with anything new. He was just jumping over stuff or, you know, Dwight Howard trying to dunk from the free throw line and with Superman costume on and all that stuff. And, yeah. um, and it, it does suck. Cause I mean, we don't get to see like LeBron, you know, we never saw him compete in it. Um, like we got to see, you know, Jordan and Wilkins and, Uh, all the guys back in the day that were big names and it would have been nice. Like if you had a John Morant, Zion, Anthony Edwards and pick your fourth guy, that's probably going to get more views than anything else on all-star weekend with the, with that lineup right there. So it's tough because guys don't want to do it. And even Anthony Edwards said, I'm an in-game dunker. I'm I'm not going to probably ever going to do the dunk contest, which is kind of unfortunate for the fans, but you just got to find something, some way maybe like you said bring outside talent in because you know they're going to put on a show and they'll do some things that we've never seen before because that's what they mm-hmm. practice and work for um so maybe that's the idea grand prize like twenty five thousand fifty grand for the winner um you know just getting outsiders in here or 
you, I don't know, do it to where you can mix some outside and some NBA talent in there. Like three yeah, outside, three inside. Yeah. I felt like a lot of the dunks in the actual all-star game were better than the dunk contest dunks. Right. Exactly. Ja was dunking in the game, and it was so crazy to see him dunking, but, you know, not wanting to be a part of it. Um, yeah. New York Knicks forward Obi Topin uh, ended up winning that. How did you guys feel about his dunks? Did you feel like they were pretty mediocre? Like, I know what's his name came out in the Tims. Like, what was... I just thought the whole dunk contest was mediocre. Like, there was no, like, like real memorable stuff in it. Like, right. all the grades of dunk contests, you got the Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, like, every single dunk they did. Mm-hmm. You got Blake, Blake Griffin jumping over the car, Dwight with the costume, or Nate Robinson, the 5'9". Like, it was always something where you could remember from these great dunk contests. And there was nothing that was, like, like out. that was cold, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a slower, um, not as exciting dunk contest. Uh, how about the three-point contest? Carl Anthony Towns won that. Um, were you guys surprised? I know he's the first guy of his height, his stature, to win um, the three-point contest. Yeah, I, I thought Trey Young would have went out there, but it's never really the best shooter that mm-hmm. goes out and wins anyway. But, um, I th- yeah, I, th- I thought Trey Young was going to have a, a good, you know, battle with it but yeah Carl Anthony Towns I mean he can shoot threes um but again like good for him winning the three-point contest I want to see Minnesota take that next step honestly I, that's what I took out of it. I'm like you know all right, get this three-point contest and then uh, I, I want to see them make some noise because the Timberwolves they're a fun team to watch they're a young team and Carl Anthony Towns you know I think it was like three years ago as early as three years ago where GMs were voting, I want to start my franchise around him. And he's kind of underperformed as a star, I think, in this league. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I feel like all I hear is best shooting big men of all time, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Like, Dirk was probably a better shooter than him. Dirk won three-point contest just like him, and Dirk was a way better player now. Right. Like, this is like a – it's a side show in the grand scheme of things, like – I don't even think he's ever touched playoffs before. So that's cool and all, but don't have that be the highlight of your career. Not the biggest accolade to be gushing yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Understandable. All right. And I know, Mikey, you said for the All-Star game, your highlight for you was Braun hitting that game winner. Nate, yep. what about the All-Star for you? All-Star game was the highlight to any John Morant dunk or Steph Curry three. <laughs> like, they were just – Ja did the reverse dunk, almost hit the back of his head on the Yeah, rim. that was crazy. Yeah. Steph Curry wants to shoot from wherever – anywhere on the court <laughs> unless unless it's really important that he don't want to make nothing. To break the record, the uh, All-Star game scoring record, he didn't want to hit that. Shot, like, five threes, missed them all. But, yeah, those are probably, like, my more exciting things. It was cool seeing Brown hit the game when a shot in Cleveland. I, I saw that coming, too, like. I knew he was going to call for the ball. I didn't know if he's going to make it, but I knew he was going to try to take that last <laughs> shot. I remember the first time he did this format, he did the same thing. He pulled up from the logo trying to hit it. But, hey, I don't know. I liked it. I liked the game. The game was my favorite part of the weekend. Yeah, definitely. Last day uh, definitely ended in LeBron style, hitting that game winner. And then last but not least for the All-Star weekend, we were honoring the seven, or NBA 75th anniversary team. 
um, great to see all the greats come out, legends, um, just missing Kobe, obviously. Um, in regards to the team, who, I know it was like talk as far as who would have been 76 or 77 for you guys. Who do you guys feel like would fill those two spots after 75? I don't even feel like we got to go 76, 77. I think it's people in there that don't nearly deserve to be in there. Like, like I love Damian Lillard, right? Mm -hmm. I do. I think he's a great player. Like, if you want to say, like, one of the best players to play, like, skill-wise, you know, he's obviously better than a lot of the – especially the older dudes. But what has he done to be on that list? What has he done more than Dwight Howard to be on the list? Or Anthony Davis? Like, I feel like Dwight, first and foremost, three-time defensive player of the year, took Orlando team to the finals. I know KG got hurt that year, but when they lost to Kobe, like, I just don't understand how there's certain certain people should be on that list, and there's a lot of people I feel like shouldn't be on that list. Yeah, I, I would take a couple people off, to be honest. And honestly, even Anthony Davis, I get it. He, he came to L.A. They, they won the championship his first year there, but I think his career wasn't long. It hasn't been long enough, and he hasn't been healthy a full full season, and he was always one and done in the playoffs. But I don't even know why he's on the list, to be honest. Um, I, I like uh, you know, I, I think Clay Thompson should be on the list over a lot of these dudes. Um, and you know, he got snubbed and he felt like he got snubbed. And I agree with them. Like, I, I think Clay Thompson was at three championships, um, you know, in Golden State, played on the best regular season team record wise in league history. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think he kind of got snubbed off of, but yeah, like guys like you know, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, who really haven't proven much and they've, they've proven that they're you know superstar talent they're great guys but they really haven't to me shown that they're an all-time great on on set you know best 75 ever to ever you know lace up okay so with that being said for you guys what would be your most or the most overrated in the rankings overrated player in those rankings i gotta go either ad or damien either one of them. yeah out of the and whole list yeah, out of the whole list. Like, and it's not because you got to really like the list is not just like how good you are. It has everything yeah. to do in your career, your accolades, what you won, how you changed the game. It's not just like, are you the best basketball player out there, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, yeah, Dame just really has no accolades pretty much. AD, you know, can't stay healthy. One and done it in uh, New Orleans is just not enough. So either yeah. one of them. And I'd take Carmelo, Carmelo off that list, too. I, I mean, I don't understand I how Carmelo Anthony even made that list either. Um, he, he hasn't, done, like, as far as accolades, I feel like he hasn't done anything. Like, you got all these all-stars and uh, all-star appearances. That's great. But I think he's he's one of the most overrated players, I think, in, like, one of the most overrated and overhyped guys in NBA history, especially when, you know, he made that move to the Knicks. Uh, he didn't do anything for that franchise. He was great in Denver. You know, his when he was younger, but I don't know for some reason it just he, he couldn't succeed. You know, everywhere else he went. Yeah, for sure. What about most underrated in the rankings? So, mm -hmm. That's tough. Like underrated ones that made the list. Mm -hmm. Like they could be higher. Yeah, underrated because I don't really know if it was 
I don't think I guess you put it. It's no ranking. So, but yeah. in your yeah, ranking, yeah, yeah. I was thinking because ESPN had made a list the day after that came out. With oh yeah, and that hurt. list was. Yeah. I, I didn't mind the list. It was. It's definitely some <laughs> stuff I changed, but we'll talk about that after we talk about something. Yeah, other I wish we had that list. Let me get that list. Um. Yeah, but most underrated in these in this team. I I don't even I don't know if you could say underrated if they all made it. I. Like I can't, I can't pick somebody out of this list that I think because I, they're on the list, you know. So okay, so with that being said, what do you, what would you guys like factor in as far as like when comparing players because there's players within a wide, um, like variation of generations of basketball. So then, with all these players being on this list, how would you then, you know, place them? What factors are you? including not including um, where you are placing them I, I the main thing i'm looking at is i, I kind of want to say accolades mm-hmm. like your uh what have you won championship wise and mm-hmm. individual wise after that how how did you how kind of how you changed the game you know like steph changed the game jordan changed the game from big man to guards um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of, it's, I don't know. It's a lot of factors you got to put in there. Yeah. For me, it's like accolades is probably number one. It's just like most easily distinguishable out of everybody. So, yeah, I mean, for me, it, it'd be accolades, but along with like longevity and like how, how long, and I forgot Russell Westbrook made the damn list too. So that's another one. I would have kept him way off that list. I don't even think he's, uh, anyway, y'all know how I feel <laughs> about him, but, yeah. um, <laughs> I just I think guys that dominated for a long period of time and were at the top of the league, you know, you know, longevity wise. I, I know some have short careers, but like how how long were you on top and like what did it mean when you played on your team? Like to to towards your team's success, like how much did you really mean to that? Yeah, what do you guys feel like with all these extra players that we feel like you know like. Carmelo, like Anthony Davis, what do you feel like they were factoring in when even adding them to this list? Do we know who created this list? <laughs> I I don't know. Was if it was writers, based? sports writers, or what? Sports I think it was sports writers. I know, like the actual the the seventy five list the NBA does every twenty five years. They did. I just mm-hmm. did thirty five. It was like twenty five, thirty five, fifty, seventy five. But I know a lot of it is writers and stuff. And then every time they make one of their lists, then ESPN comes out with theirs actually ranked and not just however, you know, and then they got, uh, I know like the athletic came out with one too. It was almost identical as ESPN, but yeah. So every, every like 25 years they get their jackets and saying, yo, you're this good or whatever. I wish they were ranking though. I want the NBA, whoever, whoever does actually make, the list and chooses these people i wish they would actually rank them and not just like 75 yo come out here stand out here for a little bit wave right yeah yeah so for espn go ahead espn they espn had oscar robertson over like kobe and stuff i don't know if i agree with that Yeah. yeah i can't i can't get behind that either their list so for espn's their number 10 is kobe Mm-hmm. And they have um, Oscar Robinson. 
uh, Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Bill Russell coming in number six, Wilt Chamberlain, Magic Johnson, Kareem, LeBron, and then Michael. Yeah. I, see, I would leave Kobe at 10. I remember we did, on Kobe's birthday, we did a show. Yeah. Like, where do we put him as ranking? I, I don't remember if I said nine or 10, but I know I said one of those. Yeah. Like, on ESPN's list, the only thing I changed is they have Shaq at 11, and I'll probably put Shaq at nine, keep, keep Kobe at 10. I might even put Shaq at eight and put Tim Duncan at nine. And you could really flip Tim Duncan and Kobe if you wanted to. It's, yeah. 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 But I don't, I wouldn't have no higher than that. I don't, definitely don't have him higher than Larry Bird. But that's just me. I don't know. A lot of people think different. So, yeah, they have Larry Bird at seven. Interesting. Larry list. Bird was a dog, though. Yeah, he was like the first, like, shooter, like, true shooter. Yeah. yeah. And people sleep on him because he had handles too. Ever, but he had a man average 6.3 assists. 24, 10, and 6, and two steals. Like, that's tough. Yeah. I know I know they got the number one and number two right, though. I, it's funny, though, because ever since the, they did the 75 halftime show, all I've seen, every time I log into Twitter is GOAT debates. Everywhere. Oh, man. Every sports show. I'm like. I can get in on the debate, but I just, I, it, it's so hard because, again, two different eras, two different times, exactly. two rules are way different. Um, like, I get it, the championships, but, you know, six for six in the finals. But I can also say, man, getting to the finals that many times that LeBron did is just as impressive. I mean, if Kyrie and Kevin Love don't go down, um, if, if they don't have to face uh, an elite, juggernaut in in golden state you know things could look different the second you know when they got kd like you know lebron was having like one of the best finals ever and they got swept basically yeah. because you know it just you, it's too much to keep up with and lebron didn't have you know enough help around him but that you can but then you could also look back in the miami days where they only win two titles in four years you know and that was an underachievement um but i still think getting to the finals that many times and being as dominant is just as good as, you know, going six and six. Um, and, and that six and six, I mean, nobody ever talks about the one and nine, you know, that he went in the playoffs, couldn't even, you know, win a series. He won one game before Scottie Pippen get there, but. Yeah. But what, like, what I say to that though, is like, look at the conferences. If you look at the East, who Jordan was going against to get to the finals versus who LeBron's going against to get to the finals, and then who Jordan plays might be slightly less or slightly like worse than who LeBron plays. In the yeah, finals. but road, you know, but five, then, Hall Fame, five uh, Hall of Fame player team in the Celtics, who we put 63 on in the playoffs. Like, I don't know, it's hard. You could, you could do it either way, right? Because then my, my counter argument to that would be well, he's considered the greatest of all time, he should be able to beat anybody. You know what I mean? Like everybody puts him on that pedestal. Like if, if Jordan would have played, you know, you know, stayed in Chicago, they would have won a couple more. Like it's not a certainty, you know, and it's just like you put him on a pedestal. Everybody has him, even though like I consider him, I, I have him like 1A, 1B. I don't care. I, I go back and forth on it every time, whether I think Jordan's better or LeBron's better. I just think the style of game is way different because LeBron yeah. – he can score, but he also distributes the ball better than, you know, a lot of guys and way better than what Jordan did. Um, he, he's 
retool his game year in and year out as the league changed. I mean, now he's hitting that three ball. That's, you know, crazy fadeaway jumper, you know, three-pointer, and, and that thing's going down. So, I mean, he's been able to evolve with the league and it just in the longevity kind of part of it because he takes care of his body more and we just see him more and you know he he's been in the league now more than half of his lifetime which is nuts but you know you kind of gotta put that in his favor too because he's been able to do it longer yeah I, I do that i do his longevity is ridiculous like what he's doing at this age is ridiculous although i feel like i do see him slowing down more now even yeah. like with the trunks and injuries and all that but like my thing is like jordan was Jordan, the thing with LeBron and Jordan, I think key thing that hurts LeBron, other than like his switching teams and stuff that I like to do argument with that, is that Dallas series. That like that yeah. was the only, that, that's like the biggest smudge on his entire career to me because mm-hmm. a lot of these other greats. Not even, I'm not gonna say a lot, but if you look at anybody in the goat debate, like Jordan never had a moment where, like, it was a big moment and his play just went down. Like it wasn't not that drastically at least. Yeah, not for a whole series, right? He might have had a bad game, but yeah, and then now, and then not only was it like did it happen to him, but it happened to him arguably against one of like his top two worst finals opponents he ever played. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like it happened to like KD, Steph, Clay, and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I get, don't get me wrong, they had a good team: Jason Kidd, Dirk Nowitzki, Sean Marion, Paige Stoyakovic. Like, it was. a good team of old dudes, but you got to think that Miami team, them four years, they're one Ray Allen shot away from winning one for three. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's, that was tough. And then, yeah, and I just feel like Jordan did more in less of a time accolades and championship-wise than LeBron. And yeah. LeBron the longevity stats where you, you could argue that too. So, but yeah, I, I'm, I do lean, I'm Jordan for sure, but yeah, I don't like to discredit LeBron too much though, because he dude is a great player. Like, don't I know a lot of people with say talk to me like I hate him. I don't hate LeBron. I like LeBron. I just don't. I think recency bias is really important when you talk any kinds of these debates. That's true. Yeah. Do you guys feel like LeBron would be um, as successful if he came up in Jordan's era generation of basketball? I don't. I think he would be just as successful. I mean, just and he's just as big as those dudes were, but you know, and he's physical. I mean, I think if he grew up in that era, he would have been used to playing that way, and he again he would have adapted. And plus, he was a great. I mean, he would have been. He's basically better than a Magic Johnson, and and that and Magic worked in that era. I think LeBron would have been um, a better scorer than Magic was, but just as good as distributing the ball and all that. So I, I think he, he easily could have survived in that era. I think he would have survived. I don't know. It's so tough, though, because, like – You feel like his status – you feel like he would be in GOAT conversation talk had he been playing along. If he that. played the same time as, like – if he played mm-hmm. in the 80s as and 90s. Jordan. No. I don't think so. Uh, like – but that's hard because it's like where what team would he be on and you can go through all yeah. that you know so but I, I feel like it was more physical back then he is a big dude he can handle it you know but I feel like a lot of times he kind of wants to oh I got hit all oh, this hurts or you know what I'm saying like and you it's different going up against 
you going against like Jokic and you do got like Joel and beating Rudy Gobert and stuff, but you got Hakeem Olajuwon and Young Shaq and Patrick mm-hmm. Ewan and David Robinson. These are like, and, and a lot of his game is at the basket, you know, he can shoot. He, he's especially now he's getting all the shots and fadeaways, threes, all mm-hmm. that. But you got to think when you are driving in the paint and you're going against these big dudes, even if like the forwards and the guards might be a little smaller, less strong, you're driving some into some of these like big dudes, though. Mm-hmm. This is not like the NBA yeah. today, especially. It's a lot, it's a, so much softer. But I do, I mean, he'll he probably be up there. I can't say he wouldn't. The only yeah. thing I, the only real thing I don't like about LeBron is I feel like he wants to be the goat really bad, and sometimes I feel like he tries to push like a narrative or like says he's the goat or I, or I, I came back from three one I think that made me the goat like none of these great players ever had to say it. I don't think you ever heard, really heard Michael be like yeah I'm the greatest player of all time. A lot of times when I ask him he's like no we, I can't really say that because of different errors and I got to pay homage to the dudes before me and all that and I think LeBron wants it so bad and I know he knows that some blemishes on his record may hurt him but I just feel like he sometimes he tries to push the narrative or he tries to make things seem worse than what they are so if he does make it then it's like yo I did this and you know what I'm saying like a mountain story yeah 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 other than just play and then Go ahead, go ahead. I'm good. Do you guys feel like there will ever be a real stamp of like who the goat is with basketball always evolving the game, the way it's played, the skill, the talent? Will there ever be a greatest of all time? I mean, I I I think somebody can get there. Um, it's just unless you win six rings. Uh, and you know, do it convincingly and, and have a great Hall of Fame career. I don't know who can catch him. I mean, if Golden State goes out there and wins, you know, the championship this year, and Steph is Finals MVP, which again, like Steph hasn't even been Finals MVP in in all of their wins. You know, KD's got a couple of those, so or one of them, right? Oh, two, one. one of them, right? So like, even then, it's like Jordan was six for six, six finals MVPs. That That's tough to beat. You know, not only do you have to get the six rings, you got to get the six finals MVPs and all that too. So, um, yeah, you got the six, you got the six finals MVPs, six rings, and you got 11 scoring championships and a defensive player. Right. Which is crazy in itself. All, all the all defensive teams, it's just the five MVPs, LeBron has four and, if we're being real, both of them got cheated out of a lot of MVPs. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like LeBron should have more than just <laughs> what he's yeah, got yeah, because I, yeah. I think both of them just the voters get tired of voting for the same people. It would be so many <laughs> less MVPs in the league if they voted for really who was the best player every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, it, the accolades are so tough to catch. I feel like the only person in the NBA. If you like take LeBron out the conversation that could catch Jordan right now, as far as their accolades and everything, it's probably Giannis. Yeah. Just two MVPs, defensive player of the year, championship. But even then, it's like, that's he's still, got five like, more to go. Far down. Like, yeah, five more to go. Yeah. Three more MVPs. Like, that's, it's a big, it's a big gap. And it, it, you could not honestly say they're probably already fatigued with voting for Giannis. You know, with, with all that, because 
Uh, now what MB? Well, MB, I think MB probably this year deserves it. But Giannis yeah. is having another great year, like MVP caliber. But I, I do think MB this year is definitely playing like lights out better than anybody else. Um, he's just been dominant. And he he could have, if the team Durant would have won, he would have won the all-star MVP as well. I mean, he he was, again, like he hasn't missed a beat. But um, I think I could see that too with Giannis kind of getting that fatigue. But if, if you know, say Embiid somehow goes down and misses some time, I think Giannis can capture it again. Yeah. I always get worried when I watch Embiid play because I feel like he plays so reckless for how big he is. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just see him take some bumps or land weird. Sometimes I'm like, dude, I already got an in- injury history. Yeah. I love watching Embiid play. Oh, he's yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. And he talks. He plays like he like really has passion for the game and really doesn't like other people. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's so well, speaking, friendly. Speaking of Philly, we can keep on this conversation. Um, Harden recently just spoke on his trade to Philly, uh, uh, about to be hooping with Embiid, says he's excited, excited for him, Doc Rivers, the coaching, everything. Um, I feel like we touched on this also, though, what we expect or are looking to expect from um, Harden, he will be playing on Friday, his first games versus the Timberwolves. Oh, what do you guys feel like, what are you expecting to see out of that game? I honestly think the chemistry is going to be there right away. I think a, a guy like Harden, who is a great, like, passer, I, I think him and Embiid are going to get right off to a good start. And, you know, he can obviously score at will. But I, I think it, it, it's going to be fun. We're going to get see a glimpse of what we can see in the playoffs. Um with, with Harden and Embiid on the floor together. I think I think it's going to be a – it's definitely going to be a fun watch, obviously, because it's brand new. It's the first game together. But um, I think it, that'll be just a fun team to watch overall. Yeah, the pick and roll is going to be fun to watch because mm-hmm. like, who's going to stop that? Can't guard James Harden. You can't guard Joel Embiid. You can't get over Joel Embiid's picks. So, they I feel like they're going to kill a lot of teams on that. Mm-hmm. I'm just – they traded away Seth Curry, bro. That's that's it broke my heart in that whole thing. Doc Rivers' son-in-law, like <laughs> it's tough, but we'll see. I'm excited to see them play. I wish Ben Simmons would be ready for this stupid Philadelphia game, bro. Because yeah. do you guys feel like that's on purpose? Do you feel like he's really just not trying to? Oh no, he seemed, little, he seemed a little like. I don't want to say soft because he has obviously he has a lot more pressure on him than me. He only right. got people watching me, but right, you know, I don't know. It might be, but I saw he was getting some work in with Kyle Corver. He's an assistant development coach for the Nets. So mm-hmm. let me see if that jump shot gets right. Right, that's a good coach to have, Corver. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we'll see. Well, I- I was gonna say I I think it is kind of on purpose, right? Because going, because it's in Philly, right? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so he, you don't want that. They're gonna be booing him. He's already going through the mental, you know, aspect of it. And I think they're just trying to protect him. And then come playoffs, I hope he'll be ready, you know, to travel to Philly because that'd be a fun series if they end up seeing each other in the playoffs. He's got to be ready for that mentally because you know you can't have this. You can't be babysitting them and, and, you know, trying to walk on eggshells around that situation. You, you, he's going to have to show up and have that confidence and go out there and, you know, try and make up for what he lacked last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that 
the vaccine and mask mandate in New York ends on the 28th too, just like in Chicago. Oh, nice. Which means which means Kyrie would be able to play home games. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see if if Brooklyn could start to get some chemistry together and start to get on a little streak and get ready yeah, for they, playing. Yeah. They just signed Drake. It's what role are you guys? Um, do you think they're going to have for him coming into the team? Well, for now, it's definitely going to – these remaining games, I think – I know there's not many, but while Kyrie's not being able to play at home, um, but I think it just adds more depth and, you know, they're, they're going to be a solid team, especially now with Simmons there. Um, they're going to finally be comparable on defense, which that's, I think, the area they need to improve the most because um, they're going to be able to score. You know, they, they got two of the best scorers in the league. Um, and I, I just think, you know, adding Dragic, it's just going to add that depth and kind of, you know, just another guy when those main guys are off the floor to kind of get the offense moving. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for this end of the season. I'm excited for the Western Conference playing tournament. That's really what I want to see. Because I you know said you the Western like, Conference. Yeah, the Western Conference playing tournament is going to be interesting. Because it's teams like I know. I don't think Portland's going to do nothing in there. Like the three teams really in there is the Clippers, the Lakers, and the Timberwolves. And if the Clippers can get their players back, I don't know if they are. I don't know if they're off the season or what's going on with that. It's, it's, un, it's unlikely, but there's still a possibility that uh, Kawhi comes back in the playoffs. But Paul George, I mean, the status on him is unknown. Yeah, see, it it depends if they have their players back or not. But it's going to be an interesting playing tournament. I like I like Minnesota. They play some energy young. Mm-hmm. You got some good players on my team. So, But it's only two spots in that tournament. So we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be tough. With the Lakers, and I feel like, do you guys agree we're kind of in the tail end of LeBron's prime? Do you guys feel like he's going to stick it out with the Lakers? What do you? I know he just recently also said he wants to play with his son. That's his last year he liked to play with Bronny. Do you guys feel like he's going to? I've been excited the whole week to talk about this. Because this <laughs> is what, like, okay, it irritates me. It, it doesn't irritate me. It, to me, him coming out and saying that, like, thinking it internally is one thing, right? But Bronny's a senior this year, I want to say. Yeah. Senior? Uh, okay. Yeah. I want to he's a senior, but he's ranked not not even in the top ten in this class. And my thing is, like, his name is already LeBron James Jr. Do you know how much pressure that is yeah. off top? Same thing with Michael Jordan's sons. They tried to play basketball. They end up going D1, yeah. small D1, but it's like, no matter what you do, you are never going to live up to that. Like, it, one in a trillion chance that Bronny is, gets as good as LeBron, and obviously Michael Jordan's kids never turn out as good as him. Like, the pressure he already has, plus LeBron being like, oh, yeah, when he gets to the league, I want to play on his team, is like Set the tone. astronomical. It's like, yeah. Like, yeah. and then then that what bothers me is like, are you gonna get? You're gonna get teams definitely reaching in the draft to try to get Bronny just because they want to get LeBron for a year. And it's like, just let let him. You, I'm not mad at him playing with him. I want I want that to happen. I'd love to see that. But let him get there first. Let him, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Let him find his way there, 
and let him build his own legacy, not he was just drafted because his dad is LeBron, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I do want to see them play together. I hope it does happen. And I don't know if LeBron – this is last year on contract with the Lakers, right? No, I think he's got one more year. One more? Oh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, because I saw you talking about they don't know if he would come back after that. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see him wherever Bronny goes. If, if Bronny gets drafted after, I doubt it's going to be after one year in college. I mean, he's probably going to have to. Uh, and if he does stay, you know, or enters the draft after one year of college, he's probably only going to, you know, he's probably going to be a second round pick um, as far as where the rankings are. But uh, I think I think that's what I want to see. I want to see Brown and, and, and Bronny, you know, play together. I don't care where it is, even if it's a back at Cleveland. But um, at least with that, LeBron's a free agent at that point, and you don't really have to trade him or trade pieces to get him. You could just sign him uh, to, you know, I, he said at that point, it's not a, the money won't even matter. I mean, at this yeah. point, the money yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Right, right. So, I mean, he could, he could take a veteran minimum and it, say they do go back to Cleveland. That Cleveland roster now in two years, imagine how elite they're going to be and you add a LeBron James although he, he'll be almost 40 um I, I think that that's a championship squad you know and, and they could bring another championship uh to Cleveland probably could yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested to see who gets some or if he I don't even know if he'll go to college like especially with how the yeah. G League is coming along and all that I honestly I, I encourage that I don't see him. go to school or whatever, but it's like, yeah, he don't need to. It would probably, probably be better for him just to go to play for G League Ignite or something like that and train yeah. with his dad. And so, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, though. Uh, I want to see it. Who was the other uh, the baseball players that did it, that played together, father and son? I cannot no, remember. the Griffies. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, is that the only people? Only father and son duos ever played together. No, I, I know there's uh, a couple more. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. That is it's like the playoffs are gonna be fun though. East playoffs sure. are gonna be fun. Like, I kind of already have feel like I have an idea about who I got in the West, but the East is like I feel like wide open. It's like, Celtics got hot. The yeah. Bucks, are the Bucks, Cavs too. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. You have seven teams. I feel like you have seven teams that could honestly make a run between like if Brooklyn, Brooklyn plays it in the East. Yeah, like Brooklyn, Boston, if they keep playing how they playing, Milwaukee, Cleveland is a long shot, but they're playing crazy, so I give them a chance. And then you got Philly, Chicago, and Miami. Yeah, like I can, I can't, I can't look at all those teams and be like, yeah, that's the best one. And did you see Kimba, Kimba and the Knicks agreed to just sit out the rest of the season? No, I didn't, I didn't see, that. see that. that just, Why is like, that? This, this is like two hours ago. I have no idea. They have a better record with Kimba on the court too. But it's like, just buy him out then and send him somewhere else. Like, I don't get, I don't see the point in that at all. That what do you just think that does now for the Knicks? Out. He's been out. Hasn't he? Yeah. No, he, he hasn't been playing okay. really at all. But it's just like, like, what's the point then? The Knicks suck anyway. To be honest, they've sucked for years. They had a couple good years with Carmelo, but never even made to a conference championship. I don't think. It's like they just need to 
figure it out, figure out how they could draw big names or something. Let's see, let's see. Um, what else has been going on? Did you guys see? Uh, did you see the clip of Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson in the back? Oh, messing with each other. Talking about playing one on one. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Everybody was cracking up except Michael Jordan, like he was dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> Michael could still hoop for sure. Magic, I don't know if he could get up like he used to. I think Mike Mike gonna always had a mid range shot. Yeah, Magic was a passer, so I, old dude, bro. I I probably take Mike still. I probably take Mike. It was crazy though. He came straight from the Daytona 500, whereas. Uh, NASCAR team took second. Bubba Wallace and them took second in the day, Daytona 500 by half car length. They flew from Daytona, Florida to Cleveland for the All Star game in the same day. Damn. Life of Michael Jordan. You got Michael Jordan money, you could do stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Speaking of trades, uh, Tristan Thompson just got traded to the Bulls. Has that changed anything for the Bulls? No. This is presence. <laughs> Not just his presence matter, but nah. Yeah. Not at all. He just kind of just there to there to get paid, basically. Another city for Tristan. All right, that is it for us here on the D3 pod. Thank you so much for joining in and we will see you guys next week. Bye.